<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not an I, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. At the end of class one day, he was like, who all wants to do a challenge? It was like me, three other girls that raised our hand. I was the largest person out of everybody, of course. And he didn't give us what the challenge was. He just wanted to see who wanted to sign up who was down to do it. So... When he, when, when he saw who uh, was down to do it, he said, okay, so I want you to do burpees, uh, five burpees, five jump squats. Keep rotating between that. So you just do five burpees, five jump squats, five burpees, five jump squats until the last person is standing. And I looked at them and I said, baby, y'all finna lose because I don't quit. The joy of children laughing. It's true, the makings of you. So, are you ready? I'm ready, y'all. Like, ready, ready. Don't, okay. don't even waste time. Just let's get to it. Okay, let's do it. So, first question. How would you define your culture? Um, how do I define my culture? Multifaceted. Um, that's how I would, uh, I'm biracial. So, um, a lot of the traditions that, um, my family, (laughs) my family has put together, they're very Italian influenced and then they're very African American influenced. So, um, yeah, I would say multidimensional, something like an onion, lots of layers. Okay. Okay. Love it. Love it. How would you describe yourself? Mm, fun. Fun. Intelligent. All right. Outgoing. Um, inspirational, for sure. Okay. Uh, open book. Open book. How do I, do you know how to flip the screen over? They say I'm backwards on a live. The two, the, the arrows that are going like that? Nah, like, would that flip my camera around, though? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You see, I ain't. They can give me like that. Y'all don't need to see what's on the other side of this. But um, <laughs> but um, I'll fix that later. Once again, when I upload this to YouTube and re-upload, I'll flip everything around later, y'all. But thank you for the heads up, Ant DZ sixty nine. I appreciate that. Um, okay. The next question: What do you identify as? I can't even see. A biracial woman. American woman, a biracial American woman. 
Okay. 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 What's your sign? My sign? Your sign, yes. I'm a Leo shouty. And what we do, hold on, wait a minute. Let me show you. Leo. Oh yes, I ain't got a tat on me. I ain't got no tats, but I'm a representative for sure for sure. See, we talked about this before. That's why I think we click and gel so well for now. You know. Yes. <laughs> Those are really good. We're really good. A lot good when you're stroking the ego. But we really don't do well when you challenge our, our opinion. <laughs> that's where that's where Leo's get missed. It's like because we're kind of aggressive with our opinions and our thoughts. Yeah. And yeah. and then there are people who are not so aggressive with what they have to say. So we can either, it's like, there's no in between with Leo's. You either like it or you hate it. Like it's just, and it is. <laughs> and, and, and it's true. And if you don't like it, that's your problem. Um, never never like, our problem. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what's wrong with you. I hope you get over it, but you know, much love to you. But I you. Once again, you know, I say I don't try to subscribe to the stuff, but man, when it comes down to the Leo, I'm like, man, I hit that so hard when people will say that. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I'm going to get all this stuff together. All right, all right. Somebody oh. asked me, oh, God, no. What did you say? <laughs> Somebody asked me, no, I'm sorry, I'm not. <laughs> 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 oh, life, but no. <laughs> Hey, we all love. It's all love. Hey, once again, no tats on me yet, but um, maybe one day. How would you define your childhood and your upbringing? My childhood and my upbringing? Mm -hmm. um, it was very peaceful. I grew up Mormon. Um, mm -hmm. We we went to church. My mom and dad were. Uh, my mom was very active. My dad was active too, but you know he worked a lot, so he wasn't like middle of the week active. My mom took me on Wednesdays to uh, you know to church. Uh, my mom also had me very active in like uh, I did tap ballet. I was a majorette. Um, she had me modeling, doing beauty pageants. So it was very structured. There was no time for me to really get into too much. Um, and she didn't play about my grades. She really wasn't mm. playing those games. Uh, my mom really wanted me, I think, especially my mom is 77 now. So when she had me, she was 40. Um, and I think she knew what I would face, like challenges I would face growing up being a biracial child. Um, mm -hmm. Atlanta, period, like if you try to talk to people, Sometimes the conversation isn't as easy to understand as what we're having right now. Yeah. You know, it's all like this in Atlanta. It's not really like, it's real slow, like it's, or fast rather, but slow at the same time. <laughs> and and people will think that you're ignorant. Yeah. When you sound, when you talk like that. And so my mom- Why you think We're called everything culture for a reason. Cause I am from <laughs> the South. And once again, thing is how we talk, we how we discuss, mm -hmm. trust, believe. But we keep going. I'm listening. I'm keep going. So she just wanted me to. She wanted me to be well rounded, and I think that she she accomplished that goal. <laughs> but for her, shout out to mom. Like a relationship with God. Uh, she knew that that was going to be important for me, and I think the foundation that my parents laid for me was amazing. Wow, and I love how you know you're talking about the foundation your parents laid for you. 
what were the roles of your parents coming up? The roles of my parents? Mm -hmm. My dad was the worker. My dad had two full-time jobs. My mom had a, a full-time job and a part-time job, but the part-time job paid for my um, pageant dresses and uh, my modeling outfits and stuff like that. She kind of was just working that job. It was a mom. It's called Mom and Me, so it was a, a little girl's dress boutique. So she would just get all of my stuff from there anyway. So she literally was working to get that. <laughs> and yeah. um, but outside of that, um, my mom cooked like every day. Like it wasn't. A day, maybe she went in. She would get a Stouffer's lasagna um, because she didn't feel like making it from scratch. But we could make it from scratch. She's Italian all the way. My mom grew up in a Polish neighborhood, so she knows how to make Italian food, Polish food, German food. Um, she grew up in Detroit, so very mixed up there in the area that she grew up in, but all from like Europe. Um, Outside of that, she also knows how to make soul food. And then when she married my dad, my dad knew how to cook as well. Like there was no chance for me not being a little chunky baby. <laughs> um, uh, I started gaining weight at 10. So um, I would say the structure of the family was my dad worked and he provided. Um, when he wasn't at work and he wasn't asleep, he was out in the yard um, doing yard work. Um, cleaning up if he had to we, we were he really didn't have to clean up because that was kind of me and my mom's thing uh, my sister my dad has a, a daughter outside of uh, me and my mom and our family unit a dynamic mm -hmm. um she came to live with us when she was like 14 I was like six um and so while she was there of course the chores were split between me and her mainly her she was older. So that created like a crazy divide between me and my sister. Um, she felt like I was pampered. And while she was there, I was. So <laughs> I, they didn't feel like I was old enough to do anything. And she did. Man, you know what? Are you sure you haven't listened to the making of you before? You sure? Because you, 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 you kind of, you hitting like bing, bing, bing on a lot of the questions. So you hit one. Do you have any siblings? So you have one sister. I one I've never met before. My dad, if you don't know this, my dad was a pimp. Um, and so he did a few things growing up. He's a pimp, he's a drug. And um actually the first job he had um he got when he was 35, that's where he met my mother. Um so it I mean the things that my dad taught me growing up, uh, and I think that that was the beautiful thing. He, when he wasn't asleep, when he wasn't working in the yard, and when he wasn't at work, my dad was schooling me, trying to teach me the game. I remember my first job. Um, he said, all right, you're a cashier. Let me show you how I used to steal money out of registers. What, Dad? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, my dad just always put me on game. It, it never mattered. Like, he was always there for that. For sure. <laughs> okay, okay. Shout out to Pop. <laughs> hey, hey, and I'm gonna tell you more why we do this throughout. But once again, y'all, this is the makings of you. Actually, tonight it's the makings of Brandy. So thank y'all for joining us. Thank y'all for listening. Um, make sure to check her out. We we got a few more questions to go. When I say a few, we got uh, quite a few. But we, I'm in loving this. I'm enjoying this, and she is like such a great fit into this. This is what we love. Um, where do you where do you call home home is where the heart is home could be 
you know, my mom got mad at me one time because I moved out and I have my own place. And I was like, I'm going to go home. She said, this is your home. <laughs> That's your apartment. I said, well, first of all, I pay bills at that apartment. Mm. My home. Okay, this is your home. <laughs> mm. Mm. So, no, home is where the heart is because um, I travel a lot. And mm -hmm. sometimes my home isn't even physically where I'm at. But mm -hmm. as long as I can see it, touch it, talk to it, I'm home. I feel good. So that's my my, my mindset on home. You could not even house. You know what I'm saying? Like, what this place? And you don't even have a place to call home. Right. Like, and I've been in that position before, you know? So, yeah, I would have to go with the homeless way to argue. That's not a place. And, and I love that because once again, there's no wrong answers here. All, all these answers are correct because it's you. Yeah. You, you. You're making this. Well, perfect, perfect. You talked about when you were coming up, you had chores. You said your sister had the majority of them. But coming up, what were some chores that you know you had to do that you can reflect upon? Ooh, I was just telling my friends this tonight. Um, taking the trash out was a real struggle. Mm. My mom like, um, you're not a princess, baby. You better get them hands dirty. And if they get dirty, go wash them. Don't take the trash out. It's nothing about you better than us. Okay, okay. Trash out. And it felt like they made me do it anyway. <laughs> um, also, you know when you wash the dishes and it kind of like, um, you know, food gets stuck in the uh, strainer mm -hmm. and you got it out so the water can go down? Yeah, yeah. Such a mess. I was like, oh, yeah, it's nasty. And my mom was like, girl, you put it in your stomach. You gotta use them hands, but you can't, but you lose them hands. So I don't know, like cooking was definitely a thing. My mom always had me in the kitchen with her. She would hit me with a line, and I think this is a trap line, of course. Um, but <laughs> as an adult, but as a child, it meant something to me. Also, growing up Mormon, they kind of trained their women to be moms and wives. Like that was kind of the role that you assumed. And so, and they knew all girls would go down this path. So a lot of the church events for the women, when we would congregate, um, they were all kind of built around being a wife or a mother. So my mom made sure I was in the kitchen and she would hit me with- Yeah, I was gonna say, it, 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 it helps. Don't get wrong, it helps. It does, it does. Now, it's one of my biggest flexes because I can make all different types of foods. You were just saying you was cooking a minute ago though. Chef Boy RB, what you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. How were you disciplined growing up? How was I disciplined? Probably not enough. That's probably why I talk a lot now. Um I would I would get like in trouble. I remember I got suspended one time in kindergarten. I skipped school. My mama, she beat my ass. No. Uh, okay. Remember I said there's gonna be some follow-up questions to some of these things. <laughs> you skipped school in kindergarten? I did to go to the playground. What you talking about? I like to play. <laughs> so what? In kindergarten? I would never and, even imagine. And I got that first grade because they felt like I wasn't mature enough. The thing about it is I never really matured. Like, even as an adult, I'm childish. So, I didn't, you know, but my, they tried to do it in kindergarten. And my mom was like, hell no, y'all trying to keep this black child back. That's what you're trying to do. Because in mm. Georgia, Stone Mountain, like, I'm... I'm from where the KKK lay. So oh, that's where you're from. That's the area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, shoot. so okay. she wasn't slow to what they would try to do. That's why again I said my mom made she stayed on into my education. 
pronounce words. Um, I said pronounce words <laughs> <laughs> and um, enunciating my words as well. Mm. So, yeah, those were really big for her because of being, you know, being from the south and the stigmas that they had on um, black people here. Period. So, um, yeah. That she wasn't with it, and so when they said it again in first grade, and my teacher was black, mm -hmm. <laughs> was like, well, maybe we should pay attention to it. Um, but it didn't matter. Like I, I, to them, immaturity was me finishing my work and wanting—I was ready to play. Like it was playtime. When your work you is finish your work first, though. Yeah, I finished my work first. I had good, great grades. It was literally my maturity level. They felt like I wasn't. I, I shouldn't move on to the next level because I was going to continue to disrupt the students. Mm. So, um, dang, did I answer the question? No, you answered the question perfectly. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, you, well, actually, you said you were disciplined. You said you weren't disciplined enough because of behavior. So how would you... Yeah, I see your parents did a lot of verbal... So basically, what I'm understanding, I would assume it's a lot of um, verbal redirection. It was more verbal, and then it became hands-on and then the moment i snatched the belt from my mama's hand because my mama used to hit me with the go pick out the switch if you don't pick one i don't like i'll go get it and you don't want me to go get it like that was so i definitely had go get your own switch my mama definitely spanked me with a belt my mama definitely i think you know how people just like my mama beat me with an extension cord my mama got me with a hanger so like no, I got punished, but I probably should have more. Like I, I found myself in jail, and uh, my dad, when they they came and got me out of jail, my dad was laughing. He was like, "You my kid." Like I don't know what to say. And my mom was just so, cause she's so conservative, and my dad is like, cool. Like it's just, I had money over niggas tattooed on my arm. I used to do dumb stuff as a kid. I had money over niggas tattooed on my arm. And when I came home, I was typing on the computer. And when my dad walked in, um, he was like, I got to see it. Like, he busted in the room. He's like, I got to see it. And he looked at it, and he was like, that's my baby. <laughs> my mama cried. She was like, what did I do wrong? I and it was just like, <laughs> it was growing up in two different worlds. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Let, okay, let me tell y'all something. Um, here on Everything Culture, I want to say, I'm going to show how to get you a shirt because you have, just, we ain't even halfway through the questions and you have encompassed so many different varieties of lifestyles, personalities, spirits. And, and once again, these just from your parents. It was from your parents and church. And like, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Because it, it, it it kind of, and it reflects in your personality. I would say that for sure. It absolutely reflects in your personality from being strong-willed to also being understanding. And it, But you, I think both your parents seem strong-willed about things, but, whew. Yes. And once again, shout out to the parents. Um, yeah, I, I know you made both of them proud and some, you're still making them proud, but, whoo. Yes. Shout out to my <laughs> before I went to college, before I went to Clark Atlanta University, Shout out CA. Shout out to Clark. Um, before I got there, it was touch and go for sure. I felt like I was the biggest fuck up. Excuse my mm. language. I felt like um, you know, they had lost hope in me. I mm. um 
I just wasn't making good decisions, but I also had to realize I was angry. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't like myself like physically. Um, I felt like I was messing up. So I didn't like that. Um, (laughs) and my parents didn't have a problem pinpointing the things I was doing wrong and where I could have fixed them and done them right. But as a Leo, I already had to do yeah, yeah, and we, we're I think <laughs> we're our biggest cri- critics as well. So before you say what's wrong, I already know what's wrong. Once again, and shout out, I know this is backwards right here. Appreciate it, you know, <laughs> but we gonna work it out, you know, we gonna work right. it out. And what's up, CJ? You got me laughing already. Hey, Rachel, um, what's going on, everybody in here? If I miss your name, you know, I appreciate all the comments. Appreciate y'all swinging through and listening to us once again. This is the makings of Brandy. So y'all continue to tune in with her and she'll be back with us in the future. But we got more questions for y'all right well for Brandy right now. Okay. Since you were talking, I think you ex- may have said an impactful moment in your mother's life. But what has been an impactful moment in your life? Oh, I've been blessed because I, and I think because I am a present person mm-hmm. um, and I pay attention when things mean something like they just mean something and it could be little things. However, I would say the biggest moment for me has been extreme weight loss, being on the show, extreme weight loss, having lost a hundred. You was on the show. Mm -hmm. So I was on episode seven of extreme weight loss. I lost 151 pounds a year, really 11 months, them hoes. And, um, And I just really saw mentally what I was capable of doing, physically what I was capable of doing. Um, Spiritually, I I knew after, like if I didn't know before, I knew God had my back through everything, you know? Mm So um, I would say that's the most impactful thing because it's what allowed me to really fully be an inspiration for other women. And mainly I'm I'm most, um, most connected to the plus size community. And um, I really want people, I think it's, inclusion is very important. And Absolutely. They get up, you know what I'm saying? They got it messed up. They think that uh, just because you got a little weight on you, you can't move. You can't, you can't keep up. Um, you can't do what they do. And, and mm-hmm. I love being, I love being the opposite of everything you expect from a plus size woman. So um, that allowed me to carry on what it was that I started even at Clark Atlanta University. That was a big thing for me because um, I didn't see that growing up. I didn't see, I would say the best full circle moment for me was becoming Monique's makeup artist because she was the first plus size woman that I saw. That's what I'm saying. I have a lot of, God has blessed me. I have so many monumental moments and opportunities that I've experienced in my whole entire life and I'm only 37. So it's hard to pick any one thing, um, but I would say that that was a full circle moment for me because yeah. she was that first plus size woman that I saw that was fly. She was talking her stuff. She didn't care. Hey, Mr. Uh, Ogilvy, Professor Ogilvy. And she was going for what she wanted. And I was like, I like that kind of girl. I mean, and she was she was that for, for my generation. So when I got the opportunity to work with her, there were moments where I would just be sitting in the in the in the green room or the dressing room or her house, and I'm just like, I'm here. Just struck. <laughs> My life. Yeah. God, you love me. <laughs> you know. So yeah. I love that. I love that. I, 
to have that vision from starting out and look where you're at now it's that's a beautiful thing right there mm -hmm. and like i knew i knew you was i knew you did makeup okay i knew you went through a weight loss journey but i did not know you were on tv so you know i gotta go find this episode on youtube as well as i did not know you like doing makeup for celebrities and people and not only celebrities but you're doing for people that oh i'm, I'm getting ahead of myself i'm bringing back i'm bringing back but okay 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 if you had a theme song, what would it be? Oh my gosh. If I had a theme song, what would it be? Girls, they wanna have fun. Oh, girls, they just wanna have. That's Cindy Lauper, girls. Yeah, Cindy Lauper, yeah. Okay, okay. A lot of pressure on women to be a certain type of way, to talk a certain type of way, to walk a, type of, a certain type of way, act a certain type of way, dress a certain type of way. There's a lot of pressure on women. And there's so many women, we just wanna have fun. If we wanna twerk in the middle of the street, we're just having fun. That doesn't mean come up, grab us on the booty. That doesn't mean we're not educated or we have no class. We just want to have fun. Stop stereotyping us and, and, and putting these labels on us and and treating women who do certain things like that uh, a certain type of way. It, 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 that's one of those things that I don't like. I'm one of those people who is like, as soon as you point something out that's wrong, oh baby, I'm finna just go above and beyond because I'm gonna prove to you that you ain't right. I feel The only thing I'm gonna ask, see, when you said just twerk and dance in the middle of the street, I'm like, just don't get hit. I didn't even think about all the other stuff. I just don't wanna get you ran over. I'm from Texas, they run over people in the street, unfortunately. Like, just like, just be careful. That's like, just be safe. But I absolutely agree. Come on, fat. That's my manager, CJ. He told me some of uh, the episode is on Amazon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I took the note down. I like, I have prime. I'm sure I can make it happen. Okay, okay. How do you define joy? Ooh. Joy is being at peace with yourself and your circumstance. Um being able to smile through even the weirdest moments, like moments that are just like, should really shake you. You like, uh, -uh I got too much joy inside of me to allow this to, to it's immovable. Joy is immovable. It's, a, it's, it's irreplaceable. See happiness, and I like that because most people say what makes you happy. But happiness is like, that's an external value. This is intrinsic. Joy is intrinsic. So that starts with you. You about to come on the team. You don't stop talking, preaching. The, you, <laughs> you, see, you see, you you see through it already. You know, I don't have to explain, but it's a reason why I have these questions like this. But I'm <laughs> loving it. Okay, what privileges do you benefit from? All right, that's a that's a. Mm. So I grew up with white privilege. I had to realize that, and I didn't realize that until I, I started going to Clark Atlanta University. So mm. I grew up very Caucasian. I did everything with my mom. Um, though other people saw the color in me, I didn't walk around with it. I think that because I'm biracial, I look at it as a superpower. I feel like I can maneuver in any world. I don't come with fear when I'm around white people. We on the same level. Baby, I don't know what what world you from, but we're on the same level in my mind. Like I never thought about it like you're better than me. I've had moments where I would be with my mom and people like this lady, we went to a, a 
I was probably like 15 or 16. And we went to an antique store. Me and my mom love antique stores. Um, and when we walked in, the lady was like, oh my gosh, she's so good with you. Where did you find such great help? Me and my mama got the same face. She's just a little lighter than I am. She's not even like pale white. She's olive complexed because again, she's Italian. She's Sicilian. Um, so she got the olive tone to her. We have the same face, like literally the same face. My mom said, that's my daughter. <laughs> and she said, but still, she's so good. Where did you, how did you do that? And it was like, saw a good black person for the first time in her life. And that was the first moment where she put in my face. And mm. I didn't know what to do, but I immediately started. It's a thing that happens inside of me and I don't know how to be quiet. <laughs> and it started, it started stirring up with me. And, and, and the, what, age, what age was this again? I was 15. 15. I, I knew respect your elders. That's what my mom would say to me. And I knew if I said anything to this lady out of the, out of pocket, it would have went left between me and my mom. Mm -hmm. However, as I got older, a whole bunch of I don't give a fuck came in. And, you know, I'll be places with my mom and black or white and things have taken place. And I step to anybody at this point <laughs> and I put everybody in their place. So... Mm -hmm. And, and I, I don't I don't I don't know if that's a great thing because things can be taken out of context for sure. And talking things out are, is way better than getting rowdy with people. Because um, once you start yelling, you do lose people. But I didn't understand that at twenty. What I understood was you disres you disrespected me, disrespected my mama, and the yeah. bitch. You know, so <laughs> that was the mentality. So I would say I operate with a mindset of white privilege because. I've never I I got things because I was with my mom. Mm -hmm. And I that mind that um there was no disconnect. Like when everything started happening and um with with uh, the killings and stuff, like I never considered you have to sit a black man down and talk him through how to interact with the police when they pull you over. That is that that was never something we talked about in the house. Um, so I would, I definitely would have to say I operate with white privilege, but also, um, I think I move with a certain type of energy too. Like, fuck you. I'm gonna get it. Like that's kind of, I, I curse a lot also, <laughs> but um. being who you are is super important because there's so many fake people in this world. I'm loyal to a fault sometimes. Um, and and once you cross me, it goes left. Once you cross me, it goes left because I gave you everything straight up out the gate. And yeah. so when you show me your true colors, it gets a little different. It gets a little different. And then you start looking at me like, who are you? I've never met this Brandy before. No, nah, baby, you met me when I was cussing that girl out. You thought it was funny. But the moment you crossed me and you caught the action, now... Now I'm acting different. No, anybody can get it. In my mentality, I respect I I respect everybody, but I over respect nobody. I like that. I, like I, I respect everybody as long as you're respecting me, but I'll never over respect anybody. I'm on the same page as the president. He human, baby. I'm the, we the same. Hey, we, um, let me tell you something. 
Let me say, you know, once again, this is the makers of branding. Like this, because we can go, we can, I can talk about different experiences, and you know, this is kind of we we've talked before uh, through Clubhouse. Shout out to Clubhouse, you know, putting us together. Shout out to um, Happy Hour Convos with CJ and the crew, Lajil, um, Paige, um, Scroll Up. Of course, Brandy. What's in there? Um, I know I got some more names on top out. What'd you say? Vanity. Vanity. Oh, yes. Of course, Vanity. And, you know, I, I, and that's why I had to have you on. I messaged you because, like, so many things you say, I sit back and I just listen. And I'm like, okay, she's spitting. And, like, it, and I've said it, it makes me feel comfortable because she may, you may be saying the same things I may say. Or you may say something completely opposite that I would say, but I'm like, I see her perspective and I can respect. And she said, and you don't come in yelling and woo, woo, uh, loud. You, you got there sometimes. You usually come in and you just state your point and you sit back, you know? So I appreciate your point of view. And even now I'm listening, and I knew you're making you be so intriguing because I don't know which episode I want to bring you on, like what topic to even bring you on first because you have so many layers within yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, hey, hey, just get ready. You, you say you like to talk, so you, you don't, you, I do too, so get ready. <laughs> but, okay, next question. I think it's important. What you're doing is important, though. Because here's the thing We're, we all have multiple layers, you know what I'm saying? We all are little onions. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a lot of times we don't take the time to peel back those layers to really find out who people really are. We see what's on the surface, we like it, we wanna know it. And then when you get too close and and you find things out, it's like, you have the opportunity to run and hide or you have the opportunity to dig a little deeper. And we give up on people so fast without really truly understanding who who you're dealing with. Bingo. And and that's all that it is. It's just, and a lot of people don't know who they are at the end of the day either. So. Many of my guests have been on this show, and I asked them a question, and they're like, I never thought of it like that way. You mm-hmm. know, I never, I never, no one even asked me that question. And I'm like, you know, I ain't gonna get, well, it's okay. It's all love if you listen to whoever the y'all may be. I've had numerous guests, and shout out to all of them. But some people are married, and like, nobody ever asked me this question before. And I'm like, then how, if you don't know, how do your spouse know who you are? And I think that's so intriguing. Because I'm like, these, I used to try to tell people, these are some questions you should ask on like maybe a first, second, third date. You know, if you really want to get to know someone, it's like. Oh, questions no more. I know. I don't talk about relationships on here because people will go do what they want to do anyway. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. But really, we're we, we going to get back to you, though. We're going to get back to you. And this question is, if you can live in a bubble without prejudice. Uh, and without any problems dealing with race or anything like that, would you do so? I'd have to say probably not, and I'm going to go with this. God put me on this earth to fight for other people. And I have a story for a reason. And so if it was Peachy King, I don't think I would be the same person. If there was nothing to fight, I'm a fighter. Like that's, I have a mantra that I say, and in my mantra it says, "I'm strong." I'm a, so y'all gonna get louder with me? I need five seconds or down five notches. Thank you. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> you have a mantra that you say, um, because you say you're a fighter. 
Yes, I say, I have a mantra that I say, and in it, the last part of the line is, I'm strong, I'm a fighter, I'm imperfectly perfect in every way. Like, mm -hmm. that, in a nutshell, definitely who I am. Um, mm -hmm. I'm very strong individual, strong-minded. Physically, I'm strong. Um, I'm a fighter. I believe in fighting. I, I probably talk too much again because I fight for myself and I fight for other people. Especially if we like this, dog, I go to war for you. Remember the whole episode, I mean, in, in the clubhouse with CJ and the best friend situation and everybody, like, I wish Brandy was in here, of course. Hey, once again, <laughs> like, I've never met CJ before. I haven't met him physically a day in my life. But I knew, like, like you wasn't there, but I knew exactly where everything was going. I was like, CJ, leave that alone. Leave it alone, CJ. I know it's going. I, I know this. Like, don't ask me how I know, but I know. And before anybody, I don't even know you like that. But I know, like, knowing y'all relation, you can see it's pretty, and to me, it's transparent. But it's like, yeah, this would have went sideways. And, you know, but things cool. You know, things work out. You know, that's. I wasn't on there because I would have cut her off 25. That, but that's why I got, that's why we're here. You know, that's. <laughs> Wait a minute. Cause trust me, I got homegirls and sisters of the same way and I know how they operate. So I look at y'all have that type of relationship too, which is absolutely beautiful. That's all I continue to push and support it. Oh and I know y'all have so many crazy stories that we ain't gonna we ain't gonna get into today. We ain't gonna get into them today. But we like, <laughs> like have to break that book open. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. What are you responsible for? I'm responsible for myself. I'm responsible for my business. Uh, right now, I'm responsible for my mom and my daddy uh, because they are older and a little bit more, I don't want to call them needy, but I mean, they're older. They're, they're sick and I'm their only child together. Um, and I'm the one that lives here in the city. Like my sister lives in Athens. Like I said, the, my oldest sister, whom I never met, is a oh god I almost said something so disrespectful I was gonna say irrelevant but more so like I don't know her we don't have a relationship so mm -hmm. it's not something I think about it's something I know about mm -hmm. um but sometimes I will sit there and be like I really want to find her I want to I want to know her but it's not anything that I really put any effort into um so I would say I'm responsible for myself but because i'm connected to so many things i'm a member of delta sigma theta sorority incorporated so i'm responsible for that um okay. <laughs> i'm a, a graduate of hbcu so i'm responsible to get that message out as well um the importance of attending one if you're african-american um i think that the things that you're connected to the things that make you who you are you're responsible for them because whatever you do will affect those people Man, she's spitting. We need to pass the plate. It is Sunday. Do we need to pass the plate? Oh, uh, <laughs> oh my god! I'm, I'm like, I'm highly enjoying this. I don't want y'all to be biased without my guests, but I'm highly enjoying this. Oh, <laughs> um, what's getting? You okay on time? You all right? Uh, that's just rude. Do you see what I'm saying? No, it's fine. I don't. It's okay. It's, it's cool. <laughs> That was a moment. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> but hey, it's com you communicated. What's again? <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned earlier, but the pillars of everything culture is respect, communication, and consistency. Those three things that we base it off of. And I, 
once again, I'm trying to stop cursing. I think I'm doing good on this episode. If you go back and listen to previous episodes, you would understand, okay? But trust me, so when you're doing all you're doing, I'm like, I, 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 I trust me, I would like to enjoy it. Like, I, I, I'm not drinking as well, but it's not the makings of me. Let me get off me. It's about you. It's about you. It's about you. It's the makings of Brandy, okay? It's about you. So, this is going to be a little, this is going to be a layered um, question. So, if you could be any animal, what would you be? Other than human, other than being, but if you could be any animal on earth, what would you be? I would have to be honest and say unicorn. Mm-hmm. And I know it's not a real animal. So I don't know if I can give you that answer. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm okay. like a unicorn. No, no, no. Hey. I'm I look I like I, a unicorn. Like a unicorn. Okay. I, you know, my friends have told me in the past when people ask me that, like, don't say that because unicorns are like, that's a sexual thing. And I'm like, yeah, I was about to say, did you know what thing with unicorns? But listen, we can keep it still there with the unicorn because I'm a little sexually fluid. Like, it is what it is. It's the makings of me. I dated women for 10 years. Um, so my 20s was spent dating women where most most women are learning men in those years. And then at 30, I decided, well, you know, <laughs> I never really tried. <laughs> and so now, and still I'm, I find myself learning how to communicate with men and understanding like what that dynamic even looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, because I also believe in keeping it real with yourself. I was only dating women because my daddy told me uh, that men use big women. Remember, you, you said that before. You said it before. Oh, see, ugh. I didn't go down that whole rabbit hole, but not right now. And I'm looking at CJ. I, I, I see. Once again, I'm looking at CJ right there. I'm like, <laughs> like in the comments. Hey, okay. th- thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Rachel. She, see, the she Rachel's part of the Johnson crew. They always be getting on me as much as I curse. And I'll be like, I, every time I say, I'm going to stop cursing. And then next thing I know, that it just flows out so eloquently. Like it just comes out. I'm surprised you haven't, because I'm letting I'm listen. I cuss like Taylor. That's not okay. But my mama named me Brandy after the song Say Lucy Brandy. You're mm. a fine girl. What a good wife you would be. You would be. But my oh. husband and my lady is the C. I don't know why she named me after. What that. version are you singing, though? You singing a, a very soulful version, I would tell you that. And that's the black in me, and I never really heard the song other than the way she sang it, and it was horrible when she sang it. So. I have it on my playlist. That's how, like, I'm, my name is supposed to be Brandy, but once again, it's not about me. Oh. Not about me. Not about me. Not about me. Not about, it's about you. It's about you. And we love the tone. We love the spirit. Okay. <laughs> like, so... Follow up for that question. So if you if you couldn't be a unicorn, if because let's say if, if you can be a unicorn, what else would you be? Another animal? Ooh, an elephant. An elephant. I'm I'm heavy, baby. I take up mm. space. Um I don't look back. Like elephants. Well, let me not say that. I I do. I almost lied to you. I look back. There are moments where I'll 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 be like, bitch, we could have handled that a little better. Um, and, and, and especially if I have a close relationship with you and it ends, uh, that's hard for me. Outside mm. of that, I don't look back. Like outside of that, we giving our best, we, we put our best foot forward every time, anytime. So I don't look back in the, 
once I've made a decision. It's more so I look back on my friendships that have faltered and, you know, I'll, I'll hold on to certain things for a very long time before I finally just say, you know what, I got to let this energy go. Like, it's not so. Um, and, and, and things went the way that they went for a reason, you know. Um, it's hard for me to let go of people. But I'll say elephant. Because okay. I'm heavy. I take up space. Um, Shout out to Leah. None of the dirty things about elephants. Like, they shit on everybody. So I'm going to go with I shit on everybody, too. Um. <laughs> okay. Last part of this layered question. If it was, if you couldn't be an elephant and you couldn't be a unicorn, what would be your third? What would you be then, animal-wise? Couldn't be an elephant. Couldn't be a unicorn. I'd be motherfucking lion, baby. Okay? Especially when my hair gets back long. That's I already have the mane. I'm a Leo anyway, so yeah, they the king of the jungle. They got that roar, but I'd be a lioness. Okay. They just hunt. The lioness really the one keep the Yeah, the lioness do most of the work. Yeah. So I'm I'm a uh, work. That's literally I feel like my mama you said am I cocky? Very <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> hey, I walk that line. Once again, I am who I am. She is who she is, and we love it. But yeah. the reason I ask those three questions, this is the first time I'm implementing this into the show. So congratulations. You're welcome. You're the first one. So, and this is from um I learned this from someone from Russia. So the first animal that you'll say is what you see yourself as. The second animal is what other people see you as. But the third animal is what you actually are. And it's the personality. <laughs> and I didn't even have to say the personalities because you said it yourself. You said it yourself. And that's why you made it. You made things easy. But I, <laughs> okay. Our next question. Who were or who are your role models? My role models. See, there, I have role models in different areas of my life. My business is centered around um, transformation. Mm -hmm. I'm a transformation enthusiast. I transform faces, minds, and bodies through makeup, motivational speaking, and, and uh, fitness. So I would say my makeup role models are people like Sam Fine, people like Danessa Myrie, people like Pat McGrath. So Danessa and Pat, they're both African-American women. Pat McGrath. Um, she's a billionaire off of her, her makeup brand, but she started in the industry as a makeup artist and, um, she created, she moved on to work for like Dolce & Gabbana as their creative director, um, for makeup. She creates a lot of the looks for New York fashion week when it comes to, uh, makeup. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I think of a makeup career, uh, I look at stuff like that because she works in print. <laughs> she works in the fashion uh, industry, she works. And, and these are places where you get checks that are freaking ridiculous. And where you're looking at makeup artists and you're looking at their resume and you're looking at what they're capable of doing. I just aspire to be a well-rounded makeup artist. Um, and, and whatever is asked of me, I aspire to be able to, to execute. So I would say those are my role models in makeup. Um, my guy, Gary, that's what I like to call him when it comes to motivational speaking. My guy, Gary, Gary Vaynerchuk, when he speaks, 
he's talking to me. And I say this because he uses words that most motivational speakers don't use. Um, he'll tell you, you can you can work a million jobs till you figure out what it is that you, you want to do in life. There's nothing wrong with quitting. Of course, I don't believe that. I'm not a quitter. Once I put my mind to it, I'm going to execute whatever it is because most of the time my heart is burning. The inside of me is burning. It's like my gut is saying, we got to move on this. And so once your gut is speaking to you, to me, that's God um, aligning you with... It's called discernment. Yes. <laughs> so I'm not just quitting. I'm not going towards something that I feel like I need to quit at. Um, so I will say this. I prematurely ejaculated on an idea. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I said it, but I love it. Um, I'm about to bring you on our YouTube. We we get a little raunchy on YouTube. I'm about to have you on the YouTube live. That's all I was like. But once I, I never usually on this time we on Facebook on Instagram. I don't the audience may accept it, so we good. But I I I, I enjoy it. I'm just saying I'm trying to keep it PG. But truthfully, I prematurely tried something that God wasn't ready for me to try, and it blew up in my face. Hmm. Hmm. Not that I quit. It was a not right now thing. Mm, mm. As things happen, I see. I see why it was a not right now thing. You know. Mm. So well, I when I say that, I'm, I'm. I mean, it was premature. Like I shouldn't have done it, and I, I shot my shot, <laughs> and I hey. got. Players mess up too. It, it, it happens, you know. And it wasn't like uh, I'm not. I can't do this. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna move forward with this. This is still something on my heart. It's still I have an idea. It's just that's not what God wants for me right now. So we got to put that on the back burner. And sometimes you do have to know when it's important to say, okay, not right now. But it's not a not never. Whatever God has for me is already mine. So and I understand that. Delay. Never, not ever. It is not, not never, not never. I got it's it. Not denial. So, what is for me is already mine. Also, in my mantra, we don't take losses. We only take lessons. Mm. Turn lessons into blessings. See, I, I may have, to, I might have to take that one from you. You know, I, I'm not gonna put it on the shirt. I might have to use that one. You know, if we, if we do, I'll make sure to give you the credit for it. Okay, I, I like that. Do I like that. No. So, you know it's teamwork teamwork okay we got a few more once again the last one fitness i didn't answer the last one what uh, about fitness models because i told you I oh yeah okay okay you got another one for fitness go ahead fitness um when it comes to the structure of fitness it's more so like uh chris powell heidi powell those are people who are very influential in my weight loss journey so i pay attention to a lot of the stuff that and advice that they give on social media still to this day um and my trainer dwight who uh trains me in dancer um dancer pounds off so i do dance fitness um I love to dance. It's one of the things that has kept me connected. I peeped. I, I see you out there. So I really admire him um, and the work that he does. And then my trainer, Bam, like uh, we have a lot of mentally stimulating conversations because, and I think it's important to find people who align with your beliefs and the mindset is like the biggest thing when it comes to us. Um, it is a journey if you struggle with weight uh, like I do. Um, 
it's not going to be something you get your weight off and you're like, oh, I'm done. No, it's a journey for me. It's a roller coaster for me. And um, being connected to people who really focus on your mindset and where you're at in life right now, that's really important to me. So I would go with Bam, Dwight, Chris and Heidi. Those are my fitness inspos. Um, and then, you know, I got some plus size ladies that I look up to, too. Uh, plus size community on social media Garner Style or Chesley Garner um, CCO Lisa I don't know her real name but I, that's her Instagram name um, my friend Kiwi I, I don't know if you ever see any of my um, TikTok videos or anything but she also dances with me and dance your pounds off which is where I met her but she's a plus size model here in Atlanta and her confidence, her elegance her class I, I love all of that because it's definitely um, the, the elegance and class part. I do not, uh, I, I don't operate in that level unless I have a present. So. <laughs> right. And that's also, I need to check out the TikTok. And I, I, I check out IG. I'm still getting, I'm still getting accustomed to Instagram. Um, it wasn't for this thing here. Everything culture would not be on it. But yeah, I, I see you doing your thing out there. Um, keep it up. Um, keep those people out because to me, it's very important to give people their flowers while they're still here. So, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, keep going. I'm like, it, it just once again, it it's like you you see the vision, and and but you you know, it's not even about seeing the vision. It's you. Yeah, it's you. It, yeah. and having a, it, it, and it feels good. It means a lot when you have other individuals in this world that have good spirits and good hearts. And even if people look at you as aggressive or you can maybe say that, but you can, but it is what it is. I hate, you know, and I hate that phrase and I, that is what it is mindset. It's the reason you're the way you are. Yeah. That, that's the thing. So I can't just say is it is. You come from somewhere. Um, so we appreciate you. That's what I'm trying. I'm giving you some, some of your flowers right now, you know, but you are appreciated. Um, so going into the next question, if you could start over in life, would you? Oh, that's so hard because I would say, I'll say no, because it's only moving forward. It's no looking back, but then I would say yes. Cause there's so many things you could fix, change, do different. But then if you fix change and do it different, you alter the current reality, which changes the future. And it's. Yeah, the whole back to the future scenario, the butterfly effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would have to say no. At 37, no, I wouldn't. I would take my lessons and learn moving forward. Because when I watch those movies, um, and they go back and they try to change something and it affects something else and they trying to fix that and change that something. No, that's a whole nother mental fuck. No. Mm. Mm -mm. For real, for real. <laughs> but hey, hey, there's no wrong answers here. No wrong answers. Going to our next question. Once again, welcome everyone that's joining. Hey, Legia, how you doing? Um, hey, China Doll, how you doing as well? Um, is it Chrissy gets fit? Okay, what's up, Chrissy? Um, appreciate y'all being with us. We got a few more questions. This is Everything Culture, and we are interviewing Brandy. Is Mallory your last name, or is that your middle name? That's my last name, Brandy Elizabeth. Well, huh? You said Elizabeth? Elizabeth, three first oh. names. Okay, you a Liz, okay. Well, I'm gonna call you Liz. But Brandy, Mallory here, 
for the makings of Brandy. Um, you know, we come on every Sunday. Usually we do a <laughs> what would it say? Thirty six. I know I thought she was younger too, but I, I don't I, I thought she was I thought she was thirty six. Okay. But um we always do an interview, a one on one with our guests, our future guests on our show to get to know a little bit about them, their background and upbringing. So we can have a little bit of an understand where they come from and why they do what they do. So when we have her on the show later on in life, she's begging like, oh, I'll be like, go back and listen to her making you. and You may know a little bit more about her. So it, it's exciting. Uh, oh, I don't, like, because how long? How much, when did we start this? Because I don't uh, Instagram Live last for an hour. Yes, we've been on for, I, I came on at 8.01 myself. Okay, so if we cut off, I'm going to hit you right back. we got a few more questions, but we're going to keep it going, okay? So if we cut off, y'all, y'all just join right back. You say? I said, let's do it, baby. Okay, you say, I love it, love it, love that spirit. How do you relax? Okay, so every night I decompress in the tub with a little Epsom salt of my choice because I have multiple. A little bubble bath, okay, I might have me a little wine. I might either pull out my little blonds, Le Blonds. Le Blonds. Your flower. <laughs> yes, my flower of choice. Mm -hmm. Or um, but yeah, like more so for me, um, just like decompressing for the day. I'll sometimes play um um soft music and it might it might be messed up because it'd be like Asian. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> What's wrong with that? We are cultured here. <laughs> but some people might think it's weird. I don't know. Um, it's very yoga music, very when you go get a massage and like because everything else is gonna make me wanna sing, it's gonna make me want to turn up if I listen to rap music. So yeah, something with no music, classical music is pretty good good, like um symphonies and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I know she's laughing at my. Religion. I know charisma. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so relaxing for me looks like just doing the things that I enjoy. I love getting massages, so I'll shut down for an hour and a half because I don't. An hour ain't long enough. You just getting worked up in that hour. I need that extra thirty minutes. All the time, even ninety. Treat um, yourself. Yes, treat myself because I do work a lot. And um, I work my body out a lot. And one thing I know uh, noticed when I wasn't doing it, my body was responding like, okay, sweetheart, I know that you think you are super superhuman. You are not, <laughs> you are still human. And things started shutting down on me. So I had to start paying attention to that, honoring that. Um, let me see. Oh, I have, um, I don't even know how I didn't say this first. So I'm actually launching uh, my first product uh, to the mainstream world, March 1st. It's called Enchante. Um, Enchante. Which, yes. It means nice okay. in French. And I believe that that's what the product feels like when it hits your skin. It's like, oh, your, your skin breathes it in. It's like, oh, nice to meet you. What's your name? So, <laughs> um, but it has uh, aromatherapy um, benefits. And so mm. I'll pull that out, spray it, give me a little calming sensation, a little okay. zip mode. Hold um, on, can you do that again? The, what, can you do that again? Like the what? The, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's what we're doing. So 
Yeah, I, I would say those are the things that I do to decompress or to relax, to check out. And I do that daily um, because it's easy to get caught up, especially when you're an entrepreneur, a hustler. You're doing anything to make a dollar like so that you can continue to live the life that you have created for yourself, especially after quarantine. Like that, sh that shifted everything. And I knew then that I needed something way more like that I could do with if, if things like that shut down again. Like a lot of people was just shopping. If I had yeah. a product at that point, I could have been, I had nothing else to do. I could have been ticketing, tacking, pop, locking, trying to get people to, you know what I'm saying, buy my product, but I didn't have anything out there for that. So it, it made me tap in and dig a little deeper. I had been making a product for three years for my clients uh, when I would do makeup. I would sell them to my clients, sell it to my clients. Um, but I never thought about really taking it and, and putting it out there. And people was like, girl, you crazy. You got so many people. I'm tuned at CJ, right? He's so fat. This man just in my ear. Uh <laughs> like, what's the guy? Um, hey, I know y'all eating and grubbing and chilling over there. So I'm like, I'm enjoying it. Okay. But so, well, I mean, but I, I got, I got, I got more questions for you. No, I'm listen. I'm here. Me and you, we locked in. We good. <laughs> I'm with that. I love that. Love that. Love that. Okay. At what age? Oh, no, when was that age right here? Let's say just say. When did you realize you were different? Um. Was there a moment? I think I played small a very long time. And then I think it was while I was at Clark Atlanta. Because I got to Clark at 24. And I told you I was angry. I was angry a lot because I was overweight. Nobody was really helping me. I didn't know what to do. So, like, I really didn't see how dope I was. But when I got to Clark and I didn't know anybody because... In high school, like, people didn't pick on me in high school. Nobody was like, oh, Brandy, you're so fat. But stuff like, we had three Brandys at our school. There was white Brandy, black Brandy, and fat Brandy. That's not mixed Brandy. We going with colors. You know what I'm saying? But I'm fat Brandy. Okay. That's what we doing. You know what I'm saying? It was the descriptive people chose most. Um, and I and because my parents made it a big deal, I so when you said the animal thing, and I said elephant and i said because i'm heavy and i take up space and you said that's how other people see me i said oh shit this is that was deep that whole question is so deep uh, I, i'm steady so just growing but the crazy thing about it is people didn't see me by my size people mm. always connected with my energy so i never really walked in a room and played small while i was at clark atlanta because i understood who I was by the time I got there. I was 24 already. I knew who I was. That's one thing. A lot of times people will say when you pledge, you change. You'll hear that a lot. You're like, oh, she changed. Mm -hmm. She's not the same. She got them line sisters now. She ain't fine. That's ne they never said that about me. Brandy, cool as hell. Brandy didn't never change. Brandy, like, I pledged my senior year. 
but I ran for Miss CAU my, my junior year going into my senior year. And I, I ran against the AKA. I ran against the Delta. I ran against, it was six of us running for the position. There was only three spots available. Well, yeah, three spots available for the court. There's Miss CAU, first attendant, second attendant. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody my size at all had had run except for there was a lady named Traversa. Traversa, she was on the court. I want to say sometimes in sometime in the early two thousand, late nineties. Um, and she was she was a big girl, but not my size big. Like I was busting three fifty at Clark. You know, I was a big girl, mm-hmm. and I knew that it was it was burning inside of me to represent the plus size community to stand on that stage and have people see a me and know that that should start with you. You can't stop me from being the face of a campus. I'm tatted up. I'm loud. Um, <laughs> I'm big. I'm all of these things that you wouldn't think a queen would be, right? Mm-hmm. But baby, everything about me is a queen. <laughs> okay? So... I thought that it was so important to like be that. So I would say Clark Atlanta is, is that's when I realized like the capacity of the power that I possess. I love that. Love that. I'm gonna throw something in. I think we need to go and look back and see what Queens actually look like as well in history. But we okay. will come back to that. We'll come back to that though. We'll come back to that. But that representation means so much. Um <laughs> Okay. I got this actually from, um, I've been using this for a little bit. If you could call on three people, and that would be for advice, or just just to hear their voice, what those three people be? Who would those three people be? My father. Um, it's hard when you say hear their voice, because my mama, like I talk to her every day, sometimes three, four times a day. So, and I don't necessarily talk to my dad every day. Um, He might be in the background when I'm talking to my mama, at least at some point, you know, during the day. But a direct conversation, if I'm looking for advice, I'm definitely going to him because he's a straight shooter and he's not going to sugarcoat it. He's going to give it to me like what they say here in Atlanta, like in T.I. is. And I appreciate that because that's who I am. I'm that way for a reason. I was raised by him so um i understand that uh i don't understand somebody who beats around the bush don't want to hurt my feelings you can't hurt me i I might need to hear certain things it may hurt to hear it but the truth does hurt sometimes and you can't get better if you're not willing to hear what somebody has to say about you if it's a negative you know negative thing that don't mean you gotta i have a concept that i like take the meat leave the bones Take the meat of what people are saying. Believe the bullshit behind. You ain't got to take everything everybody's saying. But some of the stuff they saying ain't necessarily wrong. You might need to take that. Uh, I was a fat boy growing up, too. I used to gnaw on that bone from time to time. Can I bunch my parents in one phone call? Sure. We'll do that. We'll do that for you. We'll do that. So for three people, I would call for advice. My parents. Um, Dwight Holt, Jr., and Clement James Washington the third. Clement James Washington. Is but that's CJ. No, that I was called like CJ. Okay, I'm putting that together. I was. I thought maybe he was gonna run up and bust me in my head or something. Was a, was like a government though. 
<laughs> this whole man's government on got Bob Doe's internet. Well, okay, okay. Yeah. So, and you, that's all I was just thinking. Once again, I, I used to chew on a bone. That's, yes, take the meat, leave the bone 100%. I used to chew on a bone. That's the type of fat boy I was. But, um, hey. Like the marrow. Yeah, man, you got to get it <laughs> They say that's what the flavor is. I'm telling you, man, if you want to, you got to be thorough with some things. Um, but this is a question kind of going to, you didn't drop so many on us during this conversation. <laughs> what is a quote that you live by? And who is it from? Ooh, <laughs> if you reach for the stars, you might get to the top of a tree, but at least you got off the ground. Mm. Mm. Soror, my soror, <laughs> she was the speaker and she said that line, but I was so moved by her story altogether. She was in, when she was in high school and she would meet, she met with her guidance counselor. Um, her guidance counselor was a white man, of course. And he told her, you know, you know, take up a trade, go to a vocation in school, take up a trade. Cause that's what black people do. She wanted to go to school to get her degree in physics. Was it Carolyn Parker? Mm-mm. That's also that name don't look familiar. But go ahead, I'm listening to first place when they get her degree in physics. Because she's really actually important <laughs> a lot. Uh, I, was she was she in the film? Um, was she depicted in the film? Oh my gosh, with Taraji P. Henson? No, uh, no, the women announced. No. <laughs> It wasn't Anna Power. Uh, y'all help me out in chat. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to figure this out and get this back to you. Can somebody we'll tell it to me, please? We'll get it. We'll get it. I'll bring it to you. She just want to be on camera. Okay, so <laughs> um, I'm gonna find this. I'm gonna. Ref I'm gonna find this. But she was speaking and she was telling her story about how she um. When she was in school, her guidance counselor was telling her, her guidance counselor was um, trying to find out what she wanted to do when she graduated. And she was saying, I want to go to MIT and get my my bachelor's in this and my master's in that. And he was like, okay, well, well, black people get trades and, and they, they go to vocation school and they, get, they, don't, they don't do physics. And um, he was like, so I, I want you to come up with a new plan, basically. And she left there and she went to, I want to say MIT, y'all, don't. Do was it like Rebecca, Rebecca Compler, hey KK, how you doing? Uh-uh, we're going to find this right now. Yeah, I love the resilience, resiliency. Make sure you make it happen. Because I see it, but it's somebody else that's used it. And it was reach for the top of the tree, you may get to the first branch. But reach for the stars, you get to the top, you'll get to the top of the tree. If you reach for right. the you might only get to the top of a tree, but at least you got off the ground. You gotta move. Another one that I love, action conquers fear. Um, that's another one that I live by as well. This is the makings of brandy. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, that's the energy I love right there. Like, <laughs> that's the energy I love right there. Nobody else. Okay, but we'll come. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. 
This is my favorite question. <laughs> she get on my back. You is yeah. This is really bothering me. So we'll come back to it, but this is my favorite question to ask. Okay, and ask it, and, and you know, answer how you feel comfortable. I don't, I don't think you have any issues doing that. But this is your last meal. Okay, it doesn't have to mean anything bad, but this is your last meal. The your coupe de gras. Okay, um, what would it be, and who would prepare it? It would be a ribeye steak cooked medium well with a fully loaded baked potato and some asparagus. Mm. That's, uh, I'm a meat and potatoes person. Um, I don't eat like that often at all, if ever, now. But growing up, we would go out to eat and, <laughs> you know, they would give me the menu and they would say, you know, get what you want. I was ordering grown woman meals <laughs> at like nine and 10. And my, my dad would look at me and be like, Oh my God, I did not think he was going to get that. <laughs> but he was, and he would always hit him with the, um, can I wash dishes at the end? <laughs> but yeah, I would say that. And who would cook it? Chef Gordon Ramsay. I think he should cook it. Chef Gordon Ramsay. Okay, you're getting fancy. All right. Let's bring it up there. Add nothing like that. That seems like it would be so delectable. I'm glad, man. I'm just thinking once again. I think of myself. I'm going to be sous viding this steak right now, and I forgot to put it on. But we'll talk about that another time. Um, what is your favorite holiday? Shirley Jackson, huh? Shirley Jackson. Shirley Jackson. Shirley Jackson. Yeah. And I lied I, when I invented the GPS. That was somebody else. So I don't. Yeah, I'm about to say. Yeah, that, but, that woman who created the GPS but, was on. Hold on, say it again. And so she did have something to do with developing it, um, the GPS. So, but she didn't invent it. She was part of But yes, so Shirley Jackson. Okay, okay. So, perfect. So, what is your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday? Um, gosh, I don't want to say Christmas, but I feel like that's so cliche. Favorite holiday. But it's your, it's your favorite holiday, though. I know. I would only say that because it's the opportunity to give. You know what I'm saying? Like Christmas is that energy, you know, you want to give love, you want to give gifts, you want to just give food to people, you, you just give everything during Christmas. Um, I guess I would have, I don't know, that's so hard because Halloween is a good one as a makeup artist. It challenges my creativity, it allows me to just be whoever I want to be on that day. Um, I'm going to go with Halloween. I'm going to go with Halloween. Okay, going to Halloween. Yeah. Oh, what's it called? It's the winter, the fall solstice. Solstice. Um, Halloween is one of the favorite holidays I like to cover for everything culture. Because it, it, when you really look into it, people look at it as such a negative thing sometimes. It's really got a lot of his, history in it. It's just people made it into something negative. So um, I'm going to try to I'm gonna make sure I share it every year, try to push it. But I was with well, Halloween and Easter 
has a lot to do with each other. Like they really balance each other out. Yeah. But, that, but that's another thing. That's another thing. That's another thing. Okay. You got two more questions. Okay. The last two. How would you want people to remember you? How do I want to be remembered? I want to be remembered as a loving person who this was a really fun time to be around. Great energy. Um, inspiration to others because I do believe that this life is about other people. It's not really just about yourself. And so I really want, if anything, for people to understand how much I love other people um, and being able to be something to somebody else, even when I don't even know I'm doing it. Uh, I love that. <laughs> and I know I'm doing it and I'm not trying to do it, but I know it's happening. I think that's so beautiful because it's so, it's pure. Um, and there's not a lot of people like that in this world. Um we often live in fear and operate in fear. Uh, fear of what somebody's gonna think or say about you. And ultimately, nobody has anything under control. Nobody really knows everything, you know? So I can't really care about how somebody else thinks or feels about me. And I think that that's important. Um, just being your true genuine self um, is important to me. So I think that I want people to know how genuine I am. Um, those are those are the things that matter to me. If that oh, is, if that even makes sense, I feel like I said so many things. No, uh, I think it. I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like I'm fun, but I'm serious too. Like that, I want people to know that she she. You can have fun, y'all can goof off, but she really be talking. You know. <laughs> Once again. If you ever want to know a little bit more about me, go to the makers of Mr. D713. Oh, that's what I'm known by here. Not <laughs> but, um, that's not like rap. I know. I had to come, like, back in the day when I first started this, you know, I didn't want my job to really, I, w I would try to keep them separate. And I got to the point, this is my passion. I love this. This is my baby. You know? People calling me. Like, once again, we used to go live and and I make, I'm probably going to YouTube the next 30 minutes and stuff. We usually go to Facebook, then we go to YouTube. But hey, we with Brandy and we doing this thing right here. And I'm loving it. Thank you so much for making time out to spend with me and be on the show. This has been really great. It's been really fun. I love the fact that people are interact. Yes. I, I, we got, I love, yeah, I okay, I love the love, shouting. Yeah, see, see, see. And it, this, this, it once again makes me smile and Hopefully the people that are listening to this get to know a little bit more about you as well. And before we get to our last question, because you're big on representing, you're big on speaking up, you're big on being you. And which I enjoy doing these and, for, and sharing these with other people and hopefully more people pick up and listen and um, just engage because it's some more brandies out there, quite a few. And there's some brandies out there that may be struggling with some things in life. You know, they may not have that strength that you may have and you've been blessed with. They may not have the father that's a straight shooter. They may not have the mother that's extremely, um, not extremely, but just have structure that puts you out or coming to church. So my mom is so loving. Like when I think of unconditional love, 
Mm. She's definitely the definition of that. And and when I say I've worked within social work for numerous years, I still volunteer with kids in foster care. And when I say people like you are needed, people in your story is needed. I really do mean that. So I when I say I really appreciate you coming on the show and taking time out, and hopefully um, from everything you hear, even the, the cursing, I hope they all take it in and say you can be a great individual and you can be um, a leader. You can be successful because the system that they try to put you, the box they try to put you in, and I'm big on breaking out of boxes. You're bigger than that. You're stronger than that, and you're more than that. You know, you gonna get me preaching on here talking about how God didn't put you here just to be mediocre. But we will come back to that. <laughs> so, so the last question. Thank you, Charisma, for loving on me. I appreciate that. You need well. I, I want all y'all to come on because this is. I want to make space and thank you, Lajil. Um, I, I would like. I would love. That's. A, I would love to be a talk show host. I would love. This is the platform. You know. I want this be. Once again, this ain't. But we'll we'll talk about that another day. Don't give me talk about the dreams and aspirations we got. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> because once again, this is the makings of who. Brandy E. There you go. There you go. Um, last question. <laughs> what do you want to do for your culture? What do I want to do for my culture? What changes you want to make? Like what changes you want to make? How do you want to continue to grow? How do you want to continue to expand? How do you want to represent your culture? I think for me, the culture that I would speak on most would be the plus size community, that culture. Um, and again, I'm here pushing inclusion. Like, I think it's super important for a little girl to uh, to watch television. It's, it's the same thing as, um, you know, African-Americans wanting to see themselves represented in, in media. It's that same feeling. Um, because plus size women, first of all, if you big, black, fat, like, <laughs> they really don't want to see you. Like, go away. <laughs> So you're not um, meant, you're not meant to have a voice. Well, go ahead. Right. And that's yeah. That how did you get all of this? You know how did you get here? <laughs> you know, and it's like we're worthy too. And I think about this because uh, Nike. I'll say two years ago, Nike probably not even that long. It's like a year and a half. Nike put out their first plus size line um, of fitness clothes. And they had a plus size mannequin. And people really condemn you if you are larger and you claim to be healthy or fit. Um, there's a young lady who is signed to Adidas. She's a yoga instruction, instructor, plus size woman. Um, she does everything very naked as well on her page. <laughs> and um, yeah, she she be Black woman. doing yoga. It'd be, I'm like, okay, sis. Is it a black woman? Mm -hmm. Is it your new mom? I think so. I okay. don't. Don't ask me. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I think she have a. She does have a why that starts her. Start her. Uh, it's a yeah. She been doing this for a minute though. Very yeah. talented. I think those people are so necessary because they'll tell a plus size woman or man that you're not built for this. You know, um, there's a lot of people who are skinny fat. Uh, but you wouldn't be able to tell that because they, they're skinny. Uh, and then you'll look at a fat person and you'll say, oh, you out of shape. But at, 
this fat person can outrun that skinny person and do it again and again and again and again. All while this skinny person is sitting on there like, shit. I'm gonna give you a good example. My trainer, we did a 28 day challenge uh, for January. So when it was time to start February's month, um, he, he did like a little challenge at the end of class one day. He was like, who all wants to do a challenge? It was like me, three other girls that raised our hand. I was the largest person out of everybody, of course. And he didn't give us what the challenge was. He just wanted to see who wanted to sign up and was down to do it. <laughs> so when he, when, when he saw who uh, was down to do it, he said, okay, so I want you to do burpees, uh, five burpees, five jump squats, keep rotating between that. So you just do five burpees, five jump squats, five burpees, five jump squats until the last person is standing. And I looked at them and I said, baby, y'all finna lose because I don't quit. <laughs> and I know everybody else because everybody from class stayed to watch, but I wanted them to know y'all gonna lose because I don't quit. I'm not gonna give up and I know I don't look like I'm about to whoop y'all ass. And baby, when I tell you, I kept going. And I was, when I, when they, when he, when he blew the whistle, I went straight out the gate. I was doing real burpees. They were stepping back into their burpees and stepping back in. I said, oh, y'all trying to, okay, y'all cheating the system. Well, bitch, I can step back too. I can do that all day. So let's go. <laughs> and I was, I was the last person standing. I won a free month of training, personal training. Um, which saved me quite a few hundred dollars <laughs> for the month of February. And I don't know, I have this thing in me, like anything you can do, baby, I can do better. And it's Competitive not, spirit. It's not that I have a, like, it's like skinny people. It's not like skinny people are the devil. It's, it's all out. My nigga, y'all out. <laughs> Um, excuse me. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm trying to be professional. Come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it's not that I feel like skinny people, what, what Monique says, skinny people are the devil, or what she say? <laughs> I don't know. Those are many things she has said. <laughs> right. Um, I don't feel that way. I feel like I see women of all shapes and sizes, and I'm like, go fix, you know, or you're beautiful or like, I don't necessarily hate, but I'm part of this plus size community and I got a goal, you know, I got a mission and yeah. my mission is to make sure that the world understands size is not the goal, it's health. Mm. You look the part and not be the part all day long. Ooh, ooh, you are not look the part all day long. Because so, when I tell you, see, see, that's how you make it hard for me. Because I have on my handy dandy notebook. I had to go back when I had to write my stuff down now. Shout out to Lee. I see you in the take space pod. Hmm? Writing down is writing things, actually, writing is so therapeutic. But you don't understand the struggle for me to do this. Like, oh. and once again, I appreciate LaJill and uh, everyone else's support from really TT to Leah to anybody being here from Charisma, just taking the time out and being part of this conversation. It means a lot to me. Uh, I got my people calling me and texting me like, hey, where's the live at? I'm like, hey, I'm doing something right now. Um, I put it on like the Facebook and I thought I put it on, but we, we you know, but at the same time, um, it's the organization that I know what I struggle with. 
But all in all, it's good hearing from people that's out here going and doing, setting their goals, representing their culture, because that's what we're here for. That's why that's the sole purpose is to educate people and to let let people tell their stories. If they don't have a platform for it, if you have a platform for it, would you like to share this with it? Share share your platform with ours. All these things mean a lot to me. Um because once, like earlier when we joke, <laughs> when you talk about fighting, I'm like, oh, it's good to see somebody else that still believe in fighting because I think that's part of nature. <laughs> because I say this, this is like one of the quotes from the show. I said, man, I believe in, I'm a mediator. I'm all for us to try to come together, bring us to one, have an understanding. Let me see your point of view. Let's get there. But I still reserve the right to whoop your ass if it comes down to that. You know, like, like if we have to go there, we will go there. But I'm gonna try every peaceful way to go by it. But it is so it's so some things are so disrespectful. It is it, it, it can be disrespect. It's just straight. It could be disrespect I got, I got, or it could just be it, it, it goes in, it could be disrespect or we just not how do I how to put it? I don't believe in I don't I don't subscribe to shame. Uh-huh. That's one thing. Because I think shame put us in a lot of places that we shouldn't be. And I think shame is just a trick of the devil that makes other people feel elite. You know, I don't think you need to put other people down to get to a certain point. But that's me. Okay. That was just once again, it's you. Um, but I just find it so, such a blessing yeah. you sharing your story. You point your finger at one, you got three pointing back at two. Yes. Same thing. Like, nothing makes you better than, I don't think I'm better than anybody. I genuinely don't. Now, people, because I'm so confident and the way I talk about myself, the way I walk into a room, the way I carry myself, people will feel. I've, a lot of times when uh, I've been in groups and they're like, what's, what's your first impression of me? And you ask that question, they're like, oh, I thought you was stuck up. I thought you was, you know, yeah. it was me. <laughs> oh, you didn't know me. That's all. It's okay. Man, don't get me started with people think. Some people are like, don't know if I... Dress up. Some people, I, I, I thought we, once again, we ain't even talking about me right now. We could, we going <laughs> to that point. We just chilling. But, hey. Oh, you're yeah. okay. We both be, we both be, we both in it. But um, we can keep chopping it up. But I want to make sure let everybody know, hey, you just completed the makings of you with everything culture. So Brandy, yeah. Elizabeth, Mallory, I want to thank you again. Like yeah, just, that's what I'm trying to think. What topic should I have you on? Um, yeah. Oh, she, she. Okay, charisma was on two hours of the day. Perfect. Um, and like I say, if charisma or vanity or anybody want to come, because I know vanity, she's in um the beauty and uh, we've had one show talk about beauty, but I'm like, should we go on to the the history of art, beauty, the culture of okay. makeup, or should we do from um from your body? The one I got for you is like when we talked about um what you mix with to being biracial. Or compare skin and the whole, the oh, the stigmas it. and all those things mm-hmm. going forward and um, transitioning through life and learning different things. So there's so many things I don't know. What, trust me, I'm writing it down and I'm like, okay, who I want to have on the show. So you're and you like boom, 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 boom. So like, like once again, I appreciate it. Um, once again, y'all, if y'all want to follow Everything Culture, you can check us out. Here on Instagram, you can follow us on YouTube. You can follow, you can go to our website at www.everythingculture.com. Um, we're anywhere you can listen to a podcast, we're everything with an A. I know this may be backwards, but it's, you know, I don't know, I'll flip, I'll flip it around for y'all later. But 
We got merchandise out. If you want to make a pre-order, highlight at me. Um, and we got a new design come out for each season as well. But we appreciate all the support. We appreciate the conversation. Like, if y'all don't know Brandy, y'all need to take the time out and learn her, okay? Um, yes. Once again. Just keep, I love it. I feel like I'm standing in the sun right now. Man, hey, glow, shine on, sister. That's all I'm saying. And once again, and once again, we got to you know, share, get to know. Like, once again, we all here, we all in this together. And by doing this, getting to know each other, loving one another. And once again, I am Mr. D713 with Drake with Everything Culture. Um, so, once again, shout out to Brandon, shout out to all of y'all. And we end each show. Usually, we don't end the makes of you, but since we're on live, I want to make sure y'all know that. We base our show off the words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And those words were that he believed that men hate each other because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other and they don't know each other because of segregation and miscommunication. Our goal is to build a platform built off the pillars of respect, communication and consistency. And we can do so with communication so we can love each other. We get to know each other so we can love each other. So I want to thank you all and God bless. I love your elevator speech. This is, I love it. Like, oh, oh, I love it too, too. Bill is yeah. right. You need to be like, how do you give Steve Harvey a talk show and you ain't got one yet? Hey, I, whatever works out, I'm just growing. I don't know.